welcome to the Blue Moon Solo Cast. And I got some special guests near and dear to my heart. You already know them. Near and dear. And these is my niggas, so introduce yourselves. We got my nigga who? Mr. B. Oh, we got a nigga who? Jack. <laughs> oh, we got my bitch who? Black Madonnas. Hey, 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 guys. Hey, you know, he's here. He's so here. Yes, he is. I have arrived. In, in the lion's den. <laughs> special today. <laughs> <laughs> So this episode today, I wanted to focus on friendships and why not have my friends with me and doing that. Like, Boo! Like, this is, makes this sense, is, nigga. Yeah, it makes uh. a whole lot of fucking sense. But I don't want to just talk about like friendship, like the word of it, but like what does it mean to us coming from childhood friendship to mid-adolescence and to now? Because, you know, you lose friends over the years, whether that be death, unfortunately, people growing apart or you moving or whatever so like well people on fuck shit yeah yeah, yeah. nine times ten to be people on fuck shit but. definitely cut a few off for that <laughs> yes <laughs> you lying ass go. bitch you gotta go <laughs> but um Jesus yeah. so for me friendship like I value friendship a lot and I think it's because of <laughs> the way I grew up so I'm the only kid in the house so like every friendship that I had I valued it and every female friendship that I had they were always like a sister to me until they did some bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I think that when you're a kid, though, we value those friendships so much because we don't know that it's gonna end. So you have those kindergarten friends or whatever. Y'all are lucky. See, y'all have been real, real close since was, y'all was out of Pampers. Feel literally me? Literally, yeah, yeah, pre-kids. Since y'all, once the potty training was straight, y'all was all real, real close. Literally. I came in later. I can wait right on this. Ah. I'm glad y'all know how to do that because it's some motherfuckers who can't wait there. Crusty. Walking <laughs> <laughs> around with the itchy booty cheeks. Right. <laughs> but like when I was younger, like friends I would have, I always just wanted people to just come over and be so excited the way I was. And some of those friendships, I'm I'm still close with those people today. Like my friend Mookie, y'all be y'all know who Mookie is. Me and Mookie been friends to second grade. Mookie! Yes, Mookie I love me some Mookie. Um, and then, like, once I got a little older, you start, like, with females, I don't know, you may be able to relate. Like, when we got older, it was more of a friendship, but then it was competition outside of that. Uh, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. I get it, however, because I never did it. Mm-hmm. We weren't a part of the popular We, didn't, it, we wasn't the popular well, We were. We were the we popular, were, we unpopular. Yeah. Everybody for, fucked with us, but nobody fucked with us because we ain't fuck with them. That's right. just that. If y'all hear me saying that, it's the truth. I don't like y'all. Um, Kick rocks. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> that reminder is always I just hilarious. feel like female friendships, when you get older, <laughs> it changes a lot because of the dynamic. You're trying to, you're trying to, you smelling yourself because your body changes. Finding yourself. You're finding yourself. Niggas is finding you. Because niggas was finding people. Titties. Annoying. Um, (laughs) Puberty and shit. So all of that takes a fucking factor in the friendship. Because I feel like at that point, you're only friends with certain people because of what they bring to the table. When you're older... Those are the friends that you... Friendship. Yeah, situational friendship. Like, I know this bitch like the party. I won't go out tonight. I'm going to hang out with my party friend. Mm-hmm. Or I know this bitch get her shit done. She studied. She gonna give me motivation to do the same thing. Right. So, but yeah. But once, like, once you get older and you just pay attention to how people... Some people don't grow up. Some people will just be on some bullshit all the time. Yeah, we're in our 30s. So whatever yeah. friendship I have now is the one I'm gonna value the most. Because that's the one that means the most to me. And it helped me grow as a woman or as a mother, as a person. Whereas other friendships that I've had since I was younger, 
I don't fuck with those people like that no more or I just don't fuck with that person or however it may go no more because people change, people grow up, and people be on whole shit. Ball-headed whole shit. Mm-hmm. Straight up ball-headed whole shit. Ball-headed ashy whole shit. Right. So <laughs> Definitely a dirty hoe. <laughs> Stankin'. Dirty so, these motherfuckers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right, but, like, bitch. I don't know. Is it, is it different for men in friendships? Like, um, how do y'all place value on y'all friendships? Value? It's, yeah. Well, okay, let's just say me, me and James, we usually hang out if we're like, you know, he gives me a run home. We usually talk a lot of black man stimulation shit in terms of just like, you know, getting ahead economically also in the mind as well so you know if, if my friends is not on the wavelength of what I really we both want to be on it's not just just my avenue it's, it's, it's their it's the other friends avenue too if we're not clicking then it isn't what it is but what I value in this relationship is just you know being able to open up you know being able the to talk about certain, yeah, be able to talk to certain people because there's a lot of things that I won't talk with my family about but I'll talk to my friends about because I don't expect y'all to talk to my goddamn family about it so, so and it's unbiased know. opinions or whatever like that so yeah I feel you yeah but um like I would say like what can fuck up the relationship is when you start seeing things go a certain way and you you catch it and you try to at least be like yo I don't want to do this anymore and then it gets to a point where keep seeing it happen and then more and it gets worse and then it gets to a point where you you can't control it you can't and and the person's not listening to you and then you gotta end it and you know like I gotta say y'all know the situations y'all know you know somebody told me you really need to listen to them over me not just like they're not in your day ones I look at them like how do you know you don't know what day sometimes sometimes it's, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter like when the day one is because people who I met two years ago have had more interest right in me yeah. or have helped me through things that people who I've known probably majority of my life and that's not to take away from the people who I've known forever it's just when you grow up with people, and this is my opinion, I feel like when you grow up with people, you've been around them, you know their routines. Mm-hmm. So you know, I know you go to work. I know your days off. I know you have your family situations. You have your family situations. You have your family situations. So it's like you know, it's like, damn, I might not be able to call Blue right now because I know she got the baby. I might not be able to call Trey right now because I know he got his family situation. I might not be able to call. You know, Mr. V right now because I know he working and he doing other stuff, the label and everything. So it's like you don't want to really call certain people, but then you have a person who you just met as an adult. Y'all vibing, y'all cool. And the dynamic it is different, right? Because you're mature, right? You're mature because any other time prior to having an adult friendship, y'all see how it go. Y'all cattiness. Um, putting your business out there when y'all not friends anymore or either like just hanging with people that y'all agreed wasn't the people for you. Right. Shit like that. And that's when it falls into that shiesty shit. And I huh? can't really You know, I got, I got a question. Maybe it's just me who does this bullshit. Do y'all have like a certain circle of friends that you don't let hang around your other circle of friends? Hell yeah. Okay. 
And, 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 don't, and don't take nothing from my friends. I could I could say it. I have my I college friends, to. I have my home friends, and then I have my hood rat friends. I love my hood rat friends. I love all of my friends collectively. Feel me? See, see you're a part of a little bit of both, so you can't really say nothing. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, y'all are part of that. Feel me? I was about to say. I'm yeah. Kind of. <laughs> But like I have my I have She's my friends, bougie. feel me? Yeah. <laughs> and then I have my friends where I can go to brunch with and we can be classy ladies. Not saying that my hood bitches can't do that, but so you, feel me? you feel differently about that? No. I used to be like that. Until I found myself in certain situations that I personally felt like had I not been around certain people, then I wouldn't have been in these situations. So, so like uncomfortability? I got to yeah. So I got to a point in my life where I feel like if I have to separate my friends by groups of this category and that category and I can't have everybody in the same place at the same time at any given moment, then I have to reevaluate who my friends are. So now, although I still have different groups of friends, I don't have a problem with any of my friends being in the same place at the same time because anybody that I felt was an issue or could possibly be an issue for somebody in the other group or groups I no longer associate with. See, but see, that's the thing. That's that what you just said. That's the thing right there. If I know that friend Y is loud or whatever like that and is a sloppy drunk, but she has fun, and then I have friend Z who likes to drink and chill, but she not as loud, I know that they're going to mesh to a certain point. But once friend Y start wilding, it's going to be no teach why you bring this loud. And that's what and, I yeah, that's, and that's what the, I you try to, and avoid it. I don't even want to say avoid. It's just that I eliminated it because I had to look at it for what it was. And at a certain point, there's certain things that I personally don't even like. So why even put up with it anymore? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's to a point where you grow up enough to realize, okay, this relationship isn't healthy for me anymore. It's run its course. Right. I, I mean, can't the majority of my friends we all love fucking way. All of us right. love. I, I think I went through things, especially when I was pregnant with Trey. Like, that was a pivotal moment for me. And then having Trey and going through drama and unnecessary bullshit, that made me really sit there and realize, all right, you, everybody's you, on my front. You yeah. really have to reevaluate everything, everybody around you, the energy. I, it, think, I think it comes with growing up. It comes because it all comes down to what you feel is best for you in your mental. And you start realizing some of the things that certain people do, you just can't stand looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's and what makes you feel like an ugly person because like this person could be clowning somebody else and you're like, damn, like why is it yeah. Like maturity with friendships <laughs> it goes a long way. You definitely need some sense of maturity going into your adulthood mm-hmm. trying to have friendships and relationships. Because they come, they come so quickly. But it could either be a lasting friendship, or just somebody that you just meet in the office. Hey, well, that's an acquaintance, but yeah, it changes. Yeah, right. it does. And letting the certain people in your space and your energy. Like I feel like I've known, I know people who I've met from from employment. You know, and I'm really I fuck with them because they really dead ass have had my yeah. I met some of your friends best and they're really cool. Interest at heart, like. And even at my birthday brunch, mm-hmm. everybody that everyone was in got that along. Room. Like it wasn't, you know how like I don't mean to cut you off. I'm so sorry. No, you good. But you know how like us being females, you'll step into a room with your with all your friends, but then like 
it'll be a friend that's looking at somebody weird and like, yo, what's up with you? Why she like? Why are you acting like that? Was nasty and all Yeah, right. Yeah, it wasn't. It was not like that, and that and that ties into what you said. Sometimes, I mean, you have these friendships that you just have to cut off because you don't like the energy that's protruding from it. There's so many fucking friendships I ended because of the energy that was coming from it. It's just not working. It's not right. right. I'm going somewhere that you can't go, and that, and it's okay. You know what I? Or don't, you don't want to go because a lot of friendships end because of fear. A lot of people don't want to progress too. Yeah. Even even with all right, you're get, you're getting married or whatever. You have job prospects, right? So say you have a friendship or whatever, and y'all used to chilling, kicking, and whatever at a certain time. Now you get a new position and maybe a higher position from that person. Now the friendship is going to kind of have a riff if that person ain't on it. Like no, my nigga, you got this job. I'm happy for you. How work? If it's not that type of you feel this, me? This is why I, I have this is why I have jobs where I don't work with my friends. Period. I'm at a point right now where I go to work and I just work, work. and leave. I don't want to be there any longer than in, 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 in a minute than my shift is. Because at the end of the day, I realized after being snitched on a couple times on some bullshit, none of these motherfuckers are my friends. Oh, at all. And I don't trust no And I, like I said, I don't work with my friends. <clears throat> I work with people who are beneficial to me when I need them to be beneficial. But I also work with people who are pieces of trash. And I know that I can't threaten them anymore with my bodily harm. Because I can know they're snitching. So... At the end of the day, I just take it for what it is. I know I'm bonding my time. And hopefully I get into a better situation or this podcast and this music shit takes off. I don't know. We'll see. Right. And that, and that's another thing. Like, when you have certain friendships, some people can benefit off you, too. Like, if they know you bring the niggas, or if they know you know all the hot spots, or if they know you know how to dress, Hell, I know. Or you got the car. I've gotten invited to stuff because I provide a vibe. I ain't even gonna hold Period. you. Period. I know I'm a vibe. I know people so. like, oh, I know we gonna invite Ursula. Right. Because Ursula gonna make sure. And it's like, I'm not here for your fucking entertainment, ho. Like, I used to, remember I used to say that all the time, y'all just want me to come be a monkey and dance for y'all, huh? Like, I'm not here for that. Like, yeah. I'm here to have a good time. I'm not here for, for I'm here for a good time, not a long time. They want you to be there and want you right, to be there. Right, because they know. Right, 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 right. Like, I'm here to enjoy my friends. Like, my brunch was so pivotal because minus one person who wasn't there. But, and I had to see. It was beautiful. It was. It was. It was. And I really. I've never been to anything like that, by the way. Really? It felt good. I got emotional because I felt like everybody in that room, and, and not taken away from who wasn't there, but every person that was in that room has literally watched me grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and have the best intentions had, for you. The best intentions and made sure that I was good when I wasn't good. And these last two years of my life has been a while when y'all know firsthand. Mm-hmm. So for me to accomplish so much in two years and everybody in that room has literally spoken life into me when I felt like I was at my end. That's what I knew. It was people I've known from Playpens, porches, Girl Scouts, working, church, outside, work, like everything. It didn't matter how long I've known the person. Everybody in that room 
had the same interest, which was watching me grow and molding me into the woman that I am today. So I think for me with, with friendships, once I got rid of people who I felt like only wanted to be drama and cause me mm-hmm. catastrophe and pain and strife. Loves company. And I never understood that saying yeah. until I got older. Yeah. And once I realized who was who was with me for me versus who was with me because it benefited them or seeing my downfall was right. entertainment for them. And they just, I, I don't like those friends who see me go through stuff and just want to be to pick up the pieces, friend. You only want to be there from when I'm in my lowest and I'm down. You don't need people like that. But then you also have to watch out for the people that only want to be around you when you high. Oh, yeah, I'm say, when I'm low, what the oh, fuck hey, is hey, hey, Why you don't want nobody to be there for you when you're lowest? Because a lot of people are not there for that. Well, I say that because I've been around someone mm. who was a friend. And okay. No, not that person. Okay. Oh, because I thought that's what we were talking about. Because I was about to tell um, this no, not that person. <laughs> I, had, I had another friend who not me like, she, <laughs> she liked being miserable. <laughs> because her comfortability <laughs> level was misery. Voldemort is crazy. Voldemort. <laughs> the reference. We, 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 we don't be saying this chick's name no more. It's like, nice it's to meet you. Right, so what in the Gryffindor <laughs> are we doing here? One who shall not be named. We're in the Hufflepuff. Like, oh, I don't get it. Can y'all give me a wand? I really want one. Not the one you talking about. Jesus but I really want. I want no, the Wayne Garden Leviosa. I want the Wayne Garden. Next time I go to the University of Illinois, I'm going to Harry Potter. They're going to Harry Potter. I'm still in New York. On, on, on a crib? No. But, oh. <laughs> you said on crib? You said on crib? Nigga. What? You blood? The way everybody looked at you like, wait, what? I'm sorry. You doing gang affiliations? Oh, this episode is about friends, <laughs> not gang members. This is not gang I'm just seeing you, dick. <laughs> Come on. All my, all my arms are bloods. <laughs> <laughs> you just say all the Amish? All the Amish. Oh, are I just said all the Amish. I was about to say the Amish Give and take. Right. 
Right. If you're not getting what you're giving, then what are you doing? And when I did that, I started to realize like all of the people that I still hold close, including everybody in this room, that I call my brother and sis, we all share a similar mindset. Mm-hmm. Even though we come we from all know different where we want to go. Walks of life and you know, you guys are in different circles and, and what have you. I feel confident that, like I said earlier, if everybody was in the same room, everybody would vibe together. Yeah. Nobody would have any issues. There wouldn't be anyone who would go, why did he invite him? Or why did he invite her? None of that would take place. I don't think we had those friends no more. I feel like everybody in that room that I was put in that room would yeah. walk out of there probably establishing their own friendships among right. themselves. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I pride myself on because, like I said, all my circles, for the most part, have very similar mindsets. Everybody is very much detail-oriented, very much in their bag at this moment as far as being in a career, starting a career, moving towards a career, starting a family, having a family, or building towards having a family. So I feel all my circles at this point are where I need them to be. Where I want them to be. Everybody is doing or in the process of doing better or doing great. And I really can that ask comes for more. Getting older. That comes with getting older and knowing exactly what you want. When you're a teenager, you don't know what the fuck you want. Nah, you just, you just know what's going You want the flow. When you're a kid, you value, you, when you're a child, you value the friendship the, that much because it's, like it's your first best right. friend or whatever like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about emotionality. I think when you get older, when you reach our ages, it's emotionality and logical shit. Like, how is this friendship benefiting me? Is this something, is this person somebody I want around? Is this person, is this person going to be the godmother or the godfather of my children? You get, like, stuff like that. it's not even so much benefiting, like, what can you do for me? It's it's benefiting me, like, where's your place in my life? Right, like, where do I put, where I, how do I hold you, like, where regard do I hold you in, in the place of my life? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I here for you for X amount of time, but I feel a type of way, or would I not give a shit? Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? When you're around, is it always good vibes, or do I get vibes of you really don't fuck with me like that, or every time I'm around you, it's this bullshit again? Mm-hmm. You know what I, I'm saying? Right, like, right, right. I, I think, what am I getting from you? I think for me, it's peace. Like, can I have you, are you welcome to be in my space of peace? Of course. Because right now, I'm in a you're I'm trying to be a soft girl ever. I'm so in my soft girl ever. Right. And you're it's crazy. Because I've been talking about mm-hmm. being in a soft girl ever forever before this thing went viral. Mm-hmm. And y'all know I've always, I'm tired of being a thug. I'm tired of being an word. I'm tired of always doing this. And now that I'm at this space of comfortability where I don't have to be because there's somebody in my space that does the thug-ish shit for me or gives off that energy and that I can be a soft girl and just be girly and giggly and all of that shit it's different you move different so it's like to have somebody whether it's male or female in your space that gives you that comfortability to genuinely be, be yourself. yourself people don't realize how important balance is with friendships just as much as it is with relationships that pendulum is is balance yep. is very important it's like, crazy all aspects friendships relationships work right. emotional because that, it kind of sh- it shapes your world on how things are going to be placed on your plate of course for me i think what the problem is as well we try to get to 100 percent, and the thing is There's nothing no thing nothing is, is 100 nothing is, is not only a circle 
So it is not even a complete circle. Right. It's not a. It's not a perfect it's circle. Like, that's the word, perfect. It's the not moment, a, The moment you realize that there's no such thing as perfect, you're fine. And you're going to strive all the time to reach perfect, but you're never going to quite get there. When you're okay with that, and that's okay with you, everything else just works itself out. I think because we you as, can strive for perfection, but you will never reach perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. I think as kids with people saying, "Do your best." was translated as be perfect or get close to perfect as you can be. Like, and I think that fucks us up as kids, as friends, having friends, because you see people really compete with their friends. I don't even know if it's that. I think it was when we was growing up and a lot of times it was the adults. And it's not to say that it was like our parents or anything because I know my parents wasn't like this and I'm pretty sure y'all wasn't either. But there were adults, teachers and stuff like that that were in our lives where you would try to reach perfection and, you know, you would fall short and be told that your best is not good enough. And do better. And it's like... You know, and this is my best at this moment. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I can strive to be better, but in this moment, this is my best. Right. And being told that it's not good enough, a lot of people broke after that. You know, everybody wasn't strong enough to take that type of criticism and roll with it and come out better for it. Yeah, a lot of people gave up. It's and like, what like the, that's what's the point? A lot of people out here who have the emotional issues and the mental issues that they have because nothing they ever did was good enough. They're always striving for something that can't be reached, which is perfection. Speaking as a person who dealt with trying to be perfect because my grandfather wanted perfection, that shit fucking sucks. And it turns your life kind of hectic. It yeah. makes you lose yeah. friendships sometimes too because sometimes your friends don't understand why you are the way you are. Right. Feel me? And just like for me, like my grandfather, like he didn't really let me do too much of anything. I had to do things by saying I was going out with my friends and we just basically had to lie. And <laughs> my house, everybody, my house was, oh, I'm going to Earth's house. Oh, it's fine. I'm like, y'all don't realize we be over here doing bullshit right. so like it's, it's like when you had like having those friendships that you can have somebody tell you where you fucking up and where you need to fix it i value those even though i can't do that to people because you know when i do that shit happens but um that's not true you can tell me if I'm oh you and you know i will tell you you know that was that was a we're talking about here and now not passion right but the past is the past for right. a reason you're right leave it there right you're absolutely right so rewind that back and that includes like significant other relationships too. Mm-hmm. If you're an ex, you're an ex for a reason. Don't come back. You're an example of what not to do when That's you're it. on drugs. I don't even know you. That's it. <laughs> I don't even I, fucking I, I don't know. I don't understand you. how people keep doing that shit. Like they'll. Well, it's insanity. You know, like, some, you know, but some people are used friends, to. It's significant others. Like when you just walk away from somebody, but you keep allowing them to come back in. Why? Because we still need comfortability. Sometimes you get used it's to certain things. Yeah. And in the fear of not having that comfortability yeah, if kind of that fucks comfortability with you. ends up making you uncomfortable at some point, is it really comfortability? No, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's fight or flight. Or is it just familiarity? That's fight, I, I'm speaking from experience. Fight or flight. It's fight or flight. Yeah, it's like you're fine, and then it's like you start to see that good in a person. And you somehow have amnesia on why the fuck y'all don't deal with each other. And then when the bullshit happens, it's like, like I, oh, this is why I'm, I'm a bitch. I shouldn't have, and it shouldn't have been. That was aggressive. It was. That's why I was excuse me, like that. But I. I've always been that way forever. That's a good trait. Y'all know that. Like 
once I'm done with somebody, it don't matter, friendship, relationship, whatever. When I'm done, I'm done. There is no coming back. There is no, oh, let me tell you who I bumped up or who I was hanging. No, I'm good. I don't have, I've never ever felt a reason to go backwards with anyone in my life. And that's not to say that the people that I've, I don't want to say left behind, but the people that I no longer associate are bad people in a sense. They're not bad people. They're just not worth my time anymore. It's just that simple. If any of those people were to ever reach out and, you know, call me or text me or reach out to social media, there's a good few of them that I might actually entertain. Like, hey, how you been? What's up? But I will leave it at that. No, we can't link up. No, we can't meet up. Oh, no, I'm good. I left you in the past for a reason. It's good to know that you're doing better. It's good to hear your voice because nobody ever wants to see anybody doing bad, but it's as far as it goes. Yeah. I don't feel the need or have a need to want to wake up with you or let's go have drinks or none of that for what? I'm good. Like, once you get to a certain point in your life where you leave people behind, especially for a special, a certain amount of time, and they happen to pop back up for any reason, brother. It's just saying hi. It's, I'm a totally different you person now. Into, so them into the street or something like that. Yeah, you can't come. It's speaking cool to, the same bullshit. Right. It's cool I'm different being now. Cordial, like, hey, what's up? How you been? Mm-hmm. But let's keep it at that. Mm-hmm. You, we don't gotta rekindle a friendship. That you met five years yeah, we don't need to rekindle a friendship. Like, oh, let's link up. I'm not. I've never been that phony person. See, to only say that. certain let's people. Certain people, I do that way only because the friendship was good. We just fell out of it. That's different. So yeah, that's totally different. But in terms of the people that got left behind for a reason, the ones that we cut off, the ones that we broke up with, all those type of friendships, relationships, whatever you want to categorize them as, again, if you got left in the past for a specific reason, that's where you're going to stay. You know what? I realized what was the root, what's the root of my whole thing of never wanting my friends to coexist with my other friends. Because one of my old friends, when I had a group, Almost had one of my mans kill himself because of a chick. That is fucking That's wild. crazy. That took a wild turn. And I, 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 and it was when I was in college. That's a very specific my, my, reason. My boy was calling me saying he was going to cut, he was going to cut himself in the tub. Because the guy that he, the guy that was my boy, and who ended up being cool with him, was fucking around with his, on his girl. Wait, let me get this straight. Just so I understood this correctly. That's... Them niggas was friends, and then... And the other they started fucking each other. He's their mutual friend. And one of them friends fucked the other two friends. He's their mutual friend between the two that had them. I won't say had them yeah. break up, but they became friends from him. Yeah. And then one and friend... That one friend started messing with this friend. And that friend said, said I'm about to off myself I, because of this situation. Oh, okay. Well, you could have just beat up old boy. He could have. He could have beat him But, you know... Some people are mentally I'm, I'm, prepared I'm a, to deal with no, that. No, absolutely. Type of I'm going to probably beep it out. I don't beep it out. I just... I don't beep it out. I just... Corner Gay was a bitch-ass nigga. I hate his guts to his fucking day. Him? Yeah. Interesting. Wait, no, he's a bitch-ass nigga. He, he fucked somebody's girlfriend? That's what I... That's why I'm saying really. I wasn't saying really. I wasn't saying really. Everything I did the last name says a lot. Okay. What was that? Sorry. I didn't say it for a reason. Corny Gay. Sorry. I got to go beat this episode. This episode. Who was his nickname? Corny Gay. No, no, no. What was his nickname? Stupid. 
you know what? Shit, shit get real with you. Yo. He a savage like that? Nah, he like supposedly. Like, I'm gonna tell you something right now. I've been around when he was getting that. That nigga um, big was getting bad. Well, some white, white, white bitches. Palm colored bitches. Like I said, like no, your palm is a little Everybody bit. Yeah, you got color on that. I got ash that. I gotta put it in some snow. Yeah, <laughs> one time I was some Asian chick that went to school with us, but I forgot her name. Um, we had too many Asians at school. There's no. only a few little dabbled in there. Who was it? <laughs> what duck sauce was that? Right? Oh, bitch. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. No. Not with the duck sauce. The duck sauce. Oh, Lord. Uh, we're back. Oh. Uh, hi guys, this is uh, <laughs> the Blue Moon. Who's egg? Who's he putting his egg in? Too young. No. Some young boy. What? Y'all are gonna get us canceled. Hey, no, I'm not. Jesus Christ. He's looking at me. Oh, all I know is that. Who's back, back when back when my space back when my back when my space was around. <laughs> that was my space was a thing. She made a whole editorial about how good his dick was. Hey, yo. Who is this bitch? Let me go log into my MySpace. And I was, hey, well, I was like, this guy. And she was like, yo. I'm like, you know what? Asians might really love black men. <laughs> they do. Black men got the best dick. Man, I ain't going to do it because you really going to get canceled. I'm about to do a whole little voice saying on the it. <laughs> I mean, black men got the best yeah, dick. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Alright, we're gonna stop this common misconception. I've only had it. I've only had I mean, I've only had black. I've only had black. I'm not a connoisseur of Caucasian penis. But I do know. Of the Puerto Rican penis. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about the Asian penis, the Wang Tang penis. No! 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 Not the dumplings. No! Not the dumplings. No! I don't like dumplings. I love dumplings. Oh, but I gotta no. get some good ones. I oh, we can even yeah, go to taste of North China downtown. You taste North China's fire. I yeah. wanna go there. Yeah. I smoke though. They smell so amazing. Yeah, they're doing fire. I wanna it's go there. Okay. So we're gonna go get some dumplings. Okay. But, but anyway, I like them. Um, but well. yeah, she's been wrote a whole editorial about how how great his dick was. Was that man's dick? I'm sorry. Is this still the girlfriend? Was no, it? No, she was she was slide. Oh, oh, this is just a slide. So he was this. emotional for fucking no, 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 burger. No, 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 no. The editorial was done by a slide. Oh, not the girl. On, I was on my man who we went to school with. Breezy, that nigga did. Breezy, nah, fuck that. He used to wear lug boots and tuck his shirt Those in his pants. Those lug boots was heavy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> not he had the front flexes on. <laughs> yes. The Fox Flex car show gloves. Remember that movie used to come up on the with screen the with the wheel? belt with the triple holes in it. <laughs> hey, yo, not he used to tuck oh, it in. Damn. That nigga used to wear Naruto headbands before Naruto was a thing. <laughs> yo. yo. Not for nothing, he was real anime-ish before Ooh, anime yes. really was. Popular. I definitely got those. So, because he used to do that that uh-huh. stupid, that stupid, that stupid voice where he's like, "Hey, teach." Why are your lips moving like that? You did mad? No, I didn't do shit. How about that? The fuck? I ain't. <laughs> he wasn't like the niggas that used to run down the hallway like psychopaths. He didn't do that. that he was... could have did it. Shit, if it was big at that time, he would have. It was big at that time. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. Not when we was high school. Niggas was doing that shit in the hallways in high school. Oh. What you call it? Did it running through the hallway? What's his name? Don't um, you dare say bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was was Vernon. Vernon. Yeah, Not for nothing, Vernon is a fucking Vernon. homie. I 
did it. I was like,
do that. That's, that's how that's how your book goes. We weren't biased. We weren't biased. That's how your book goes. We weren't biased. We weren't biased. That's how your book goes. We weren't biased. First of all, every time in your book, we was booking shit. This nigga used to be the back of the class laughing, thinking nobody fucking saw him laughing. I used to be like, yeah, I'm gonna put this bitch picture right here because I don't like her. Here you go. Cracking on the baby pictures and shit. Nigga, this bitch, I was good for that. I'm sorry, y'all was some ugly fucking babies. Oh my god, y'all was some ugly babies. I don't know. I can't relate. I ain't never been. Was that the class where I revealed that Duke was playing with Elmo? Yes. What? That was that class. Duke was playing with Elmo. So, playing with. You're going to have to block this out. Oh, he's talking about the English teacher? Yes. (laughs) Which I'm still trying to understand. How the fuck was your dick in Elmo's mouth? And why did you post that? And why? And then put a hot dog in his mouth, I, I and on the end, a hot dog was in his mouth. What is you doing to this puppet that everyone loves? Save Elmo. Me Too movement for Elmo. It was because such a I did not. He's like the only him. grown man I know that could fold his leg into the chair and then sit on it. Right. I ain't no. never seen those two like never, that before. I had you sit like that. Once, him and Russell Simmons. I asked him one time, like, how you sit like that? It's <laughs> like comfortable. <laughs> That nigga was weird. It was, was not an ideal balance of softness and strength in that class. That weird, nigga had to oh, go. He was weird, definitely dope. he was he was a little he was yeah, and it was okay for him to little. be what he was. was we didn't have a problem with that. Yo, it was the fact that it wasn't the fact that he age was bracket he put it was in the there fact that he was weird. weird. He was weird. He, had nothing to do with his sexual orientation. At all. He was, no. was kind of douchey. He, 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 he was. He was He was a little. He was, he was, he was on a arrogant. Bitch. He was an arrogant He was an arrogant asshole who thought he knew everything. Right. Because he would not hesitate to try to prove somebody wrong. And couldn't stand when somebody right. was exactly. right. Hated it. Well, it's fine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I bet you don't, fruit nugget. But I, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's fine. I don't, I don't care because this is my class. I'm going to teach my class the way I want to teach it. Fuck that nigga. Fruit nugget. I had a nigga's an apricot. That shit used to Oh, I couldn't stand his ass. Miss Green, come and get this Jolly Rancher out of here. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with him? <laughs> it's this nigga. In case, you, in case you missed it, this whole episode is about friends. This is what friends talk about. Yes, well, this is what we do. We reminisce on right. bullshit that we went through as kids. With friends. And but that man teachers. wasn't our friend. He wasn't Nah, he was a creepy No, he was teacher. my teacher in college. He was? You had him in college too? Yes, because he was teaching both. He was teaching English oh, right. and high school. He, he was a professor. And he was a professor of right. English. They suspended him from... What the fuck was he Sexuality? Yo, Alex Azoji used to gun him like Yo. no one else, bro. 
And he wouldn't do nothing but sit there with this creepy ass grin on his like face. This. Like he wouldn't say nothing to Alex. I remember. Because Alex had just, straight A's. Was he would just like to him. this creepy ass grin on his face like, mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Like, my dick, your mouth. <laughs> you going to be Elmo next. <laughs> like, you, bitch. Like, <laughs> Yo, like, the, the website was like some real black market Ooh. shit. I, I thought it was that. I could be like that best friend or whatever with them, but I know I'm not, and that's perfectly fine. I don't have 
I mean, it depends on how, it depends yeah, it's on it's how you how you came up right. with them and all that. Because me and Samara seven years apart, mm-hmm. but that's my homie. Yeah, me that's and my, my sister are seven years apart, and then me and Corey that's my dog. Like, I think three or four years apart. That's like, and plus I didn't grow, I didn't grow up with them, right. so it was it's kind of weird for me to establish that type of bond with them. Mm-hmm. The only bond, the extent of a bond we have is the fact that I'm the older sister and yeah. Tisha need advice. Yeah. Feel yeah. me? That's how it started for me and Smart. She's obviously seven years apart. It was more like a, for us, it was more like a parental thing in a mm-hmm. sense because. You telling him all the things, nah, Yeah, don't like don't do that. that. been there. Taking them to, to, yeah, yeah. to, you know, practices and shit like mm-hmm. that. And then as we got older and he got older, he was able to do more and experience mm-hmm. more and became like. And then became legal. So once he became legal, it was yeah. like, I, I really got. That's yeah. how it is. Once I started like, having him around me and the homies, it's like, yeah. That's, that's how it is with me and Charlene. Like, it went from being just, you know, cousins. And then it was like, oh, she's going out. And I'm like, dang, when I finally get old enough to go out, I'm going to go out. And it's like, once I was able to actually go out with her and, like, sit with her and talk with her, be at her house. And, right doing all those things it's like you have a even though we're not sisters or siblings like she said siblings adjacent it it makes it i have that bond with her so and even with anthony because you know that's my cousin brother but it's like you it's a different dynamic because you can go to them and and judge and get the information that you need and have the help and the guidance that you need from from people who've been through shit before you and can help you with these things. So, you know, you, you always want to just have those type of people. I don't think, you know, I'm getting away from titles. I think, yeah, titles. Yes, I think once we put the titles on it, it makes people live dip, up to right, the titles. The title expectations. has so many different definitions and, and so many meanings. I don't think I'll, I'm at a point right now where I'm like, you know... <clears throat> Titles are. I ain't gonna lie, that shit's trying to challenge. That shit is overrated. It's overrated as fuck. She's trying to challenge. Like, I feel like you should just know what your position yeah. is in my life. And play it. It's like, who's yeah. your best friend? Uh, bitch, go sit down and have a drink or something. I'm not answering that. That's she's stupid. Cool with you. I mean, I still, I still call Lisa my best friend. I mean, but she's my sister. Yeah. So, like, I get what y'all mean by, like, not placing somebody <clears> too high up because, like, she, I've known her just as long as I've known mm-hmm. you guys. Like outside of y'all in this room, I only have one other friend that I've known, believe it or not, longer. Okay. And that's saying yeah, something because I've known y'all since pre K. Yeah, me like me. I got one friend I that got... I've known literally since the womb. Right. And that's my mother's best friend. You know what I'm saying? So my her sons, her sons, Kayvon and Dante, those blood cut make us no closer. Right. I don't even consider them brothers. Like we always. Like, when we introduce each other to people, like, friends and stuff like that, we always say cousin. Mm-hmm. That's my cousin. That's my yeah. cousin. Like, their sister, Sanaa, is my god sister. That's my sister. You know what I'm saying? Like, she knows. She got four brothers. She'll tell you that. I got four brothers. She is my oldest, because that's what she called me. And then Samaj is my youngest. She'll tell you that. That's respect. You know what I'm saying? So, she knows that. Like, yeah, we not blood, but we're blood. Like, that's my little sis. She well, knows. Makes no matter like, where I'm at, no matter how long I'm going, she cold. That's why I tell sometimes. Sometimes I tell people, yeah, blood is taking water. Sometimes niggas take blood. Sometimes I like the water. Blood is tainted, okay? I got family that walk past and don't say shit, too. And don't feel Y'all nothing. Y'all know don't how I'm <laughs> Don't For feel real. no type of I way back. Like, me and Trina have been friends since. I love you, but I don't like your ass. Stay over there. We've been friends since. We don't even know how we met. Like, we, and even Chris, because even though me and Chris buttheads and, and crazy and you know I I always bother him or whatever 
if anybody was to try to fuck with him, of I would course. bite their fucking head. You remember? I put the bat on niggas. Like, like you're not about to come was, around me. Like, this episode that. about friends just turned violent. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships usually do. do. But like, at some point, they're like yeah. I've been friends with them my entire freaking life. Yeah, babies. literally my entire like babies. we don't know how we met. We it's literally videos of us as babies. Like I've known them as long as I've known myself. So that's gonna be a case. See now, you see you see what she said. Though? Literally since the womb. Knowing yeah, I, someone as long as I've known myself, those make the best friendships mm-hmm, yes. only because it's the growing pains mm-hmm. especially if it's like if it's if it's same sex friendship or whatever like that mm-hmm. y'all going through a lot of things together puberty dating addressing a certain way insecurity yeah, you're going through the same thing and if not <laughs> one is going through and the other is pulling through or vice versa right feel me so I, I value those types of friendships because those are the ones that build character and they let you know what you don't want in other friendships because if you can't amount to this person that I'm so in love with like that, what the fuck you need to be part of my group for? So, yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah. I don't, and I'm, you know, territorial with my friends. I am too. <clears throat> I don't like Just that. to speak on that violence part too, for me personally, not, not even, because it does happen. Yeah, it does. It some does. People, it gets to point where you some people really do end up putting their hands on their friends. And for me personally, I can't I gotta do that. I've only had that happen to me once. <clears throat> He's cut off. If I have, I feel like if I have to raise if my I, hand or say, "Listen, I'm gonna smack the shit out you," if I, I can't be your friend. First of all, Mm-mm. although I had a part of my life where I was happy-handed, I don't enjoy putting my hands on people. Never did. Just because I know how my attitude is set up, it take a lot to get me to be like, "Yo, chill, stop." So if I get to a point where I feel like I gotta put my hands on you, I get to a point where I actually put my hands on you. I gotta reevaluate what the hell is going on. See, the way, his head, the way his head was set up was fuck around and find out. Oh, yeah, his fuck around and find out, you know, coordinates. Like, if I they if met. I get to that point, and it only happened with one quote-unquote friend, that was the beginning of the end of that friendship for me. That was uh-huh. the moment where I had to, like, really evaluate this person and go, I really got mad to the point where I put my hands on you. Regardless of who hit who first, I was defending myself. But I really had to watch you, and I didn't the think that I've that would take place. Two people I've had to do that with. I gotta evaluate this and realize you might not be the best person to keep around me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if I gotta use that energy to want to put my hands. Exactly. On you. This is somebody That's just like that I'm supposed to be secure with like and being around. Hands you know on we don't need to be exactly. around. Exactly. When we go out yeah. in the world, I have to know that I'm good when I'm with you. Right. Because you're I don't right. have to in the back of my head wonder. Is this nigga? Not only am I about to fight sure. this nigga, but I'm about to fight, fight you exactly. too. Nah, right. you can't do that. And I can't be around you. I realized that, like looking right now, looking back on the two individuals that I really had to go there with it's like for me being me and being weird and being dark skinned and doing certain like just being me it was a lot like come on and and it no for real because people really sat there and it's like you got your own shit you know you you your own person you got more hair than me and you this and that, but you hating on me, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how we we can't be friends if you hating on me? So it gets to a point where, you know, as a woman now, like, 
being put in predicaments where you're forced to be friends, because we've all had that point where Females our parents, so but our parents made yeah. us be Females friends with somebody. Weird. You know, your parents like, oh, I'm gonna make you, you know, you friends with somebody or whatever, and um, and it's like, oh, you know, you gotta be friends with this person because this and the third, and it's like you put me in this predicament, but you're not realizing I'm gonna beat her the fuck up because I'm Grandpa, tired. Papa was good for that. I'm tired of... Oh, she has a good head on her shoulders. I want you to hang by her. Or... Time. The bitch is a whore. Not even... Or the, Got me oh. upstate New York at 15. Why the fuck am I up here? Or you don't have no <laughs> friends because you's a bitch. Mm-hmm. And you do fucked up conniving shit to people. And now here we are. So now... I gotta, now I'm beating your ass <laughs> because you done fucking played with me and tried to be funny in front of people and me being me, I ain't been nobody about to call me pussy. Right, and you ain't about I ain't even come out the joke. pussy, okay? I didn't cut out the damn you the dream about to call me pussy. I came out. I'm glad I didn't so, like, I was a baby. I'm, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? That. Imagine I, if you still had that smell lingering on your lip. You get over like, damn, ma, I just wish... It's the wine. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Nigga, close out the show. Cause this, you wild. Yeah, this dead ass. You know what? What? No. no listen, just, listen. Friendships are needed, especially when we get older, because the mental issues that we deal with. Friendships keep we, you fucking grounded. Yes. Yeah. Because outside of whatever your relationship is, you're gonna need somebody you can really talk that mm-hmm. talk shit with. Somebody that's gonna look you in your right. face and tell you you're fucking up. Right. And even Fix if it. even or if I'm not fucking up, somebody you just and, open with. Or just tell you like, bitch, I understand. Word. Right. Because somebody sometimes we tend to. Like, Yo, just vent. Yeah. I'm not sometimes we tend just to walk go. on eggshells. Because we don't want to open up ourselves to a person because we don't know what their reaction is going to be to the shit that we're telling. Right. So that fucks us up because there's so much shit that we hold in. Because they like to make that right. Pull. All right. Like me. Me and you have this problem all the time. Ursa, I ain't want to bother you. I, ain't wanna... I say that all the, all the time. And I say to you, bitch, I ain't want to be no burden. Burden? You can never be no burden. He cursed me out every time. Yeah, I ain't want to tell you. I don't call you all y'all, shit. all y'all do the same thing. T, shut the fuck up. What's up? But, I, but, but you, but like you. As I've called y'all and been on the phone with y'all, my own personal shit, you should never feel like. No, but that's, but see, that's the thing. That's fine. Never. For me, for me, myself, personally, that's fine. Yeah, I, I feel like me. I'm, yeah, call me. I will not I'm the, Right. I don't it's like nothing personal. people with my bullshit. Because I know, I feel like my bullshit is too much for that person to handle. Especially if I know what they've been doing. Whatever they express to me, why would I bring my bullshit to you? My shit is more or less, I'm going through shit that I feel like I've already spoken on. So after I've spoken on it and gotten an opinion, I'm just going to keep it moving because I need to figure this shit out on my own. And I can't always have somebody figuring shit out for me. Exactly. Everybody in this room has seen me at my best, and they have seen me y'all at my worst. Great. You should never, ever, ever hesitate to pick up the phone and call me for any reason. Any of y'all. Yeah, that's real shit. I don't fuck if it's in the morning, in the afternoon, and late at night. Pick up the phone and call me. I don't like burdening people. Right? It's guaranteed if I don't pick up, I'm going and to also, call you back. And also, I don't know who y'all think I am, but I don't know where in the world y'all think I'm not approachable. No, it don't, have, it don't have anything to do with the yeah, approach. It's not about being it don't have nothing to do with it's that. Just not it's, one, it's I don't ever want my friends to see me vulnerable. Shell. 
I don't like being seen vulnerable. Yo, being vulnerable is I hate it. Especially with the kind of people that we are. Like, I'm speaking on us. We, we're resilient people. Y'all don't see me be a thug. It's hard. You don't, it's hard. The only time people know what's going on within us is if we actually sit down and run game. Hey, this is what I'm going through. Any other time like that, posting pictures, just texting away, whatever we're doing, you don't see that part of us because we don't want that part to be open. Think about it. This year is the first year in all my years of knowing each other, but y'all knowing me, that y'all ever seen me in any vulnerable Oh, yes. And and it was hard for me, honestly, because I'm used to you. I'm used to him being the strongest. Even when Tell I was me. going through my bullshit years ago, you mm-hmm. never seen me in no vulnerable. I've state. never seen you be vulnerable at all. So to see, to see to see you, uh-huh. that's like me seeing Papa be vulnerable. Is when you know somebody has has strong intentions or strong. It's like, hard to see a man. I'm not good with seeing men be vulnerable. I'm not good with seeing real. I'm not good with seeing real men cry. I didn't see bitch ass niggas boo the fuck who, okay? But a real man man crying, I don't know how to, because it's like your world is crumbling and I can't, am I gonna be able to catch it? It's nothing I can do. Am I gonna, it's not even nothing that I can do. What can I do? I don't know what to do. How do I help you? Do I just sit here? Do I hug you? Do I. Listen, do I cry with right. you? Right, it's, it's just like that listening. scene from freaking um, what's the uh uh, uh what's the the movie? Um, I forget the name of it, but Morris Chestnut was in it. The and, brothers? No, not brothers. The other shit. Super where Shorty game? died. Oh, oh, yeah. um, oh, on oh, the, the best, best man's holiday. holiday. Right. I can't watch but that. But that you the whole time he's his wife going through whatever. He's resilient. He's strong. Once Shorty was going in that ground, That's and that cool. meant. All of that shit went out the window. And who was there to pick him up? The very same nigga that did the bullshit to him. Now, see, I could, that type of friend, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. I just would have called and sent my condolences. Feel me? Because I ain't about to be friends with you and you wrote a whole book about how you was fucking my wife. Weird nigga shit. But, um... That was weird nigga shit. Weird nigga shit. That was weird nigga shit. Weird nigga shit. And all his friends was weird as fuck, too, because they was all talking about it and told him. Y'all shouldn't have told him shit. Should let him find out on his own whatever. They didn't tell him he read the damn book. Um, no, I'm saying the friends shouldn't have been talking about it amongst each other. Oh. They was all talking about it amongst each other. You gonna tell him? But anyway, I say all that to say. The whole premise of that movie was stupid. Right, but for y'all, I like I don't know if it's because we think men aren't supposed to be vulnerable. I think that is. Uh, that's, that's, our, that's, the that's, kind exactly of, that's kind of the upbringing. That's the upbringing. That's exactly. We're not what supposed to be sad. Yeah, it's always boys don't cry. That's why it's so hard for us to open up in the fucking first place yeah. because you always told men don't cry. Men don't do this. Men don't do that. Don't tell my son not so to cry. So when you start oh, going yeah, through I'll your own Ace shit, in your you start going through your own shit and feeling them, them feelings of not knowing the unsurety, you don't really know how the fuck to deal with it because you was always told not, not to deal with it. Right, right. So when you so feel it you got to deal emotions. with it, how the fuck do I deal with I it? I tell my kids, even when Mark is crying, I tell him, you're allowed to cry when you're, when something hurts you. But you're not allowed to cry when you do something wrong and you're yep. being chastised. And that's the difference. And, the difference. and, and that's I think that's, and that's, that's if things were right. right. If that was taught, cry there'd be a lot of more sane men around. Don't cry when you want something. That's the difference. You don't cry and bitch and moan because you want something. You or cry you mad because you're not getting your way. But you cry Are because you hurt. Are you feeling a certain way? Right. What's wrong? Talk to me. And even okay, if you you're can't crying, communicate it because you don't know how, you don't because you feel something. Because I want that toy or 
I'm crying because you won't give me. No, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's what I you get, get in trouble for. Away. That's not what you cry for. Right, and, and that's, that's, that's what is not. That's what's not, what what's what's not talked about. That's not what was taught, and that's the problem. You just told flat out, "Don't cry." That's bullshit. And what the fuck am I supposed to do? Do you know how mad I was when I when I do, I literally take a day to cry. One Girl. day out the month. One day out the month, I literally sit there and I cry because I'm in my feelings about something. I'm a thug, man. But I, I can't do it no more because the I way the world well, is the too fucking way heavy. I can function sometimes. I have to cry. Sometimes being in my masculine energy keeps me in a functioning level. For me, I did not. That's I get shit. I get shit done. I can make whatever. Fun. You just you give me like sometimes for me being in my masculine energy, it it helps me out. I want to be more in my feminine energy, but I want to be around my friend, like my female friends more. Like that brunch earth really. It really opened up a lot for me. I haven't been around, like, a full-fledged amount of females like that. Like, I have my friends or whatever, but, like, to do something like that Mm -hmm. and come to be there for you and and say to you, like, listen, school, I'm proud of you. You know, I I, I say it all the time. I've said it before that. School, I'm proud of you. I'm forever going to be proud of you. You You could walk through here with a fucking... Kristen Dior dress on with mud in your hands, clapping your fucking hair, and that bitch, I'm proud of you. Walk in that dress with that mud. Just don't get it on the dress. We gotta take it back. We gotta, we gotta take it back. Why gotta take it back though? Because bitch, what the fuck? If you, you got mud in your hands, you taking that. Dress you taking that dress off? You taking it back? Why <laughs> <laughs> Well, though, I still took it. Whether you wish me well or not, I still wish you 
well to be the best that you can ever fucking be. And that's it. Because guess one thing? One thing I'm going to make sure that I don't lose is motherfucking sleep. to also surprise the gang and say that um, you know we don't have contracts contractually after five episodes uh, your podcast will be tur- your soul cast will be turned into podcast and they will have their own page Ooh, wow and, yeah, the shoulders got the shoulders so oh, I, I wanted to tr- uh, at first give it to me for my birthday thanks yeah. <laughs> At first, I wanted to try out having, like, you know, make, make all things inside the universe and have it all put into one podcast, one podcast universe space. Sounds crazy. But, I, I think these two shows stand on its own for its purpose of what it's supposed to be. And I think it's best for people to be able to find it easier. And, you know, and there are some things that, you know, in conversations that we've had, you know, things of teams one people who said that maybe sometimes the ideas of others is not really good for our ideas. So, you know, I just feel like, well, let's take it like this. If you have five episodes, you have five episodes to first start with if you're a new listener to the podcast. It's a new podcast that's going to be out there on the internet for anybody to listen to. So, you know, I, I think it's best to, you know, build first. Yes. Then once, the, once it's built... Start over again in terms of just you know having having his own family and then build and then builds. So you know I think all things aside, it's supposed to be the launching pad for everyone. You know like I have some surprises. Like we're in the middle of doing a podcast about ghetto history, and um, it's gonna be funny. I was talking with um, Fat Caesar about it, and he's been saying, like, you know, I want to do something with the home team, and I've been fucking around with his ideas of explaining history in a getaway. <laughs> and I was just, just like, and I was just like, you know what? And you know, he just gave me a bunch of stories, and I, I was dying laughing, listening to the majority of them. But part of me wanted to say, we need to get animation. But we're going to start where we are. Baby steps. You know, start on the, you know, start. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, when quarterly goes into the season, because we, you know, that's going to start with a whole new format. Uh, you know, hopefully we can get that one next off the ground. And that's the next thing that's going on is Gem Network. And I'm, I'm really proud of both of you for, you know, leading the charge and killing it. Because, um, I'm not gonna lie, you know, you doing your podcast in the closet still you made a amazing episode. <laughs> Yo, that baby was following me, bro. I had to get away. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta link up with, with Frank and get some studio time for this this episode because I, it's on here, it's written. Yeah. I just now that I'm better, like my schedule is better and everything's not so chaotic. I could, you know, send out the message to. I will have on that show my co-host for that, that episode and 
I'm excited. Velvet Durax is definitely gonna be. I think Velvet Durax is on its own pace to be its its yeah. its, its own monster. It it is. It's, 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 on, it's on flat. <laughs> one of these days, one of these days, one of these days, we're gonna talk James doing something about battle rap, but you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force it. I want, I want it to be organic, and you know, the day when he comes to me with an idea, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be all, all, all ears. Can we come?